Hello, and welcome to the Degenerate Nation podcast. How are you, Wendy? Actually, quite celestial. Celestial? Why is this? There's a beautiful full moon out tonight. Nice. You hear about the, um, the, cli- the eclipse? Yes, I did. The total eclipse of our hearts. It was, was it August 23rd or 21st? 21st. 21st. My psychiatrist is going to that. It's going to go watch it in South Carolina. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. And he's going to lose his fucking mind staring into this eclipse and then he's going to give me cocaine. And then we're going to part, we're going to drive his Maserati really fast together and explode it. Well, that's cool, but when you hit the border to Mexico and you're on your way to go get mangoes, I think they're going to stop you. I want to I have, like, illegal mangoes in my butt. It's the best way to take, you know, opiates. I'm just, like, blatantly carrying the cocaine, but the but the uh, the mangoes are in my butt. Like, I had to smuggle those. So if they don't even pay attention to what's in your hand, it's like, do you have any fruits or vegetables? Like, yeah, it's just, oh, I got it backwards. <laughs> oh, no, it's cocaine in my hands and mangoes in my butt. I, I always do this. Why do you always switch it up? I don't know. I don't know, Wendy. I'm, I'm, I'm all sorts of mixed up. Um, the, so when play tic-tac-toe or are you the X or the O? play both because I play alone. All by myself. <laughs> I was actually with a girl recently and we got, we were playing tic-tac-toe on a playground at night and okay. we and we actually got caught by the cops. Well, see, the mistake was stopping long enough to actually, you know, make the turds and then form them out of the turds supposed to use the board that's already there <laughs> well you know the little the little things that they have for the, the child's the child's tic-tac-toe things yeah we were playing with that you were playing you were playing with tic-tac-toe kids now yeah. can we talk about the rods? <laughs> yeah and they were making out here little boy you do the X's and here little girl you do the O's can you have your friends what? Give me a dollar. <laughs> you, you pay to Don't watch, watch children play. <laughs> Don't turn around. Just play the X's and O's. Do it well, right. I'm not sure. You did say you were a voyeur, so you might have <laughs> crossed the line there. Put the O in the corner. <laughs> That's where it goes. That's what you did this weekend. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. You gonna see her again? Yeah. Awesome. See? Yeah. You're on the right track. On the right track. Wife it up. Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna wife Absolutely. me up. You get wifed up. Some lucky lady gonna <laughs> wife me up. All this. There you go. All this. Um, but that back to the uh, the eclipse. So I first heard about the eclipse from somebody who's now in jail or on probation for being a diddler or a pederast. Okay. Somebody I worked with at Jimmy John's. 
Yeah. yeah. I worked with him. He was a fellow driver at Jimmy John's. This kid was like 23. And he was talking about going down to Tennessee with his uh, his friends. He was camping and watching the uh, watching the eclipse. And he's only going to be watching uh, big old black guys pound his ass uh, in, in jail now. So... Did he take the coastline down, or did he go inside, like, follow the interstate? Oh, he, uh, he got caught soliciting sex from kids. When he was on the road going down to Tennessee, or? Oh, no, 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 he, this, no, he never made it there. This was a couple months ago. Oh, see, if he'd have waited till he got down there. Yeah, they don't. They don't usually punish you for that down there. There's no rules in Tennessee about diddlers. No, no. It's Come on down and diddle down in Tennessee. <laughs> I think I heard that once on a country CD. Hookers cost the money, some, but diddling is free. I say. Come on down and diddle in Tennessee. Boop, boop. That's awesome. Yeah, what you what you got? What you got for us? You said you got something. Oh, well, I was up to this weekend. Yeah, I was I planned a trip to go down and do some research for our next porn series. Excellent. Yes. So I booked a room down there, and the public transportation is actually excellent. So it was very clean, efficient. I recommend it. So. I was able to get to my hotel on time, and I checked in, and then there was a big sign on there. There was an astrology national convention going on, so that Ooh. was pretty cool. Astrology? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe after hours. Yeah. Yeah. So the ones that were there were called the Tangible Urethral Sun Chasers. Telecommunicating inward, casting astrologist leading signs, and so that's the short name for it would be testicle. Anyway, they <laughs> I, were there. I thought you, uh, I thought you said something moving n n word instead of inward. <laughs> oh no, inward, inward casting. N word. <laughs> it's like whoa, <laughs> Wendy of all people. Of all people, I no, wouldn't... no, inward. I don't do slurs. That was like that I'm, was a golden rule of this podcast. Is the only rule is no slurs. Yeah, he told me that I would get that I would get whipped if I if I disobeyed, and even though I would love to get whipped, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I know. It's just not. It's not good for the show. I don't want to edit. I'm lazy. Absolutely not. No, no. I'm I could do these. I could do like five of these a day. I could do this for a long time, but but editing now. I want to totally, do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm blaming it on my accent. Yeah. So. Just don't say anyway, Mick really or Dago. Cool. <laughs> oh, right, right. <laughs> I got to catch one of their ping pong tournaments, which is really nice. Did the the, the Mick and Dago <laughs> ping pong tournament? <laughs> I don't know. The astrologists really know how to party. It was the waxers and the waners versus the orb chasers. So that was good. 
Yeah. And then the following night, a group of them um, recreated Shakespeare's The Tempest. So that was a really beautiful performance. <laughs> you know, I didn't think they would know how to party, but they sure do. Scientists party. Absolutely. Yeah, I, a geologist definitely party. I have a, a couple of friends then, that are geologists, and they could drink. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they knew how to rock and roll? Rock and roll. I'm proud to say that I rocked and rolled with some geologists. That were really cool. That is awesome. See, you know how to party. I did, yeah. Are you ready to give that up? It's a little harder, you don't. Know, drink to party I've partied so much with never drinking that it's definitely possible nice no I didn't say it was impossible but I had I reached levels of partying where um, it was a ever, ever present part of my journey was booze And one will never know if I was an alcoholic or not. No, probably not, but that's all right. We aren't here to judge, we're just here to enjoy. Yeah, I mean, I stole, yeah, I stole a giant pitcher of of a mixed drink from somebody who wasn't looking once. I did that. I did that at a club, at a hot, hot club. And then, uh, you know, later that year, I I stole a bunch of beers from people that weren't looking at a bar. I took beers uh, that were, in the, quite frankly, in the bathroom. I took bathroom beers, stole those, and it was a... Uh, I would have loved to have been there to see that, because I think that's an art form in itself. Oh, well, I describe it a bit in a... In a in a piece I wrote about it. That's the first thing I got. I get it published on a lifestyle website. Okay. Yeah. That was good. Would you call it one of the highlights or a low light of your life? Both. Wow. That's deep. Yeah, no, because it was fun as shit, and it's hard to fucking replicate that level of fun. I mean, I, I had a blast. I had a great time. But at the end of the night, it was the same old, same old. Where's my girl? I'm Now I'm hungover. Where's my girl? And I drove home. Not a big fan of that. No, I was so... I just made a fucking fool of myself, probably. I mean, I was a manic superhero. Not the first time. But, uh, yeah, you shouldn't drink whatever I drank and drove. And, and definitely not gotten as hyped over Cisco. Cisco made an appearance at the uh, this shitty bar that no longer exists. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. Oh, yeah, the, the infamous Sprite in the vodka. Yes. yes. By the time you mixed it, I'm not sure what was more and what was less. You know the tale. Our listeners know tale. the tale, yeah. So uh, I'm you, very happy that you survived it. Right? 
Jesus. So you know, so you got some porno uh, updates for us? Well, I was doing some research, and I was going on a lead to a nursing home. So that's the first place I went the following morning. Okay. And, yeah, I was a little bit, you know, still shaken by the tempest. So you got to put that into perspective. But it was okay, and I went there, and I got to, you know, see the, the jello happy hour, which was really cool. Nice. And I met this wonderful woman. And her name is Lana Davis. And in her day, she was known as Lana Do You Wanna. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to hear this woman's story. Because she must know it all and have taken it everywhere, you know. Yeah. Anyway, she was talking about her first husband. And she married quite young and had a couple teenage boys, which was really nice. But then her original husband passed away from a heart attack. And it happened when he saw three teenage girls hold up a quick nose. And they were all dressed up wearing three Amigos get-ups. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Complete with sombreros and everything. But it caught him almost immediately because they're donkeys. They wouldn't even leave the parking lot. They were on donkeys? Well, they're getaway donkeys because they were the three Amigos. Yeah, I mean, if it's a getaway donkey, then it makes sense. Right, and they were they were trying to, to get them to move. But, you know, the donkeys, I think they had an inner sense of right and wrong. And they're like, these girls have got to go to jail. So they just didn't move. Right? But poor Lana's husband was having a heart attack after seeing all this stress. And so that, you know, she stayed for quite a while after that. But I'm happy to say that she finally found a significant other when she was traveling in Las Vegas. What was she going to do in Vegas? She went down there to get a tattoo of Scott Bale on thigh. Oh. And then she met this guy at a tattoo parlor. His name was Fuck My Ass Francis at his traveling lip show. And she just said, well, he was in the tattoo parlor to get a tattoo of a scorpion. <laughs> and she was just totally enthralled by his bedazzled support host. So they fell in love. And it was beautiful. Lana, do you wanna? Mm-hmm. So that's where she so started getting the nickname? That, what? That's how she started getting the nickname? Well, she said it was back in the day when she started to get a little frisky and her first husband was like, I'd like to do this. I'd like to do that. And then at first she was like, no. But then she's like, oh, well, I can get what I want if I give him what he wants. So then she started saying, hey, honey, do you want to? Well, then I want this. And honey, do you want to? And I want this. So uh-huh. then she finally used that. And she said that she would like to reenact that in her newest app. Nice. The only, the only catch is that we have to bring Francis with, which is fine. How old are they? 86 and 82. Lana's actually four years older, so. And what does she want to do? She wants to reenact her Lana Do You Want to Do. Like for us? Yeah, exactly. And I said, well, you know, I'm interested in porn. I don't know. Are you guys up for it? And she said, yeah, I mean, her, the only difference is now that her 
her new boyfriend just gums her titties. It doesn't actually nip on them. So, you know, when the dentures are out, the fun starts. Oh, gum and titties. Okay. Mm-hmm. This could work. Yeah. This could really work. Do you think they have an audience for that? Yeah. Okay. You gotta get up on RedTube or Brazzers or... Maybe you porn. Probably Red Tube. Okay. I'm not as familiar with that, so I'm thinking that either you could find somebody or you could take over that part. There's I'm more Pornhub and a you, you porn. VHS porn kind of girl. Oh, this would make a great VHS. Okay. Uh, so I'm it's them fucking it each be, other? Yeah, I think they'd be a great show. Like, Lana, Lana, can you help me with my balls? <laughs> exactly, you see, you got it. No, I think you can do it. What's the guy's name? Oh, that's uh, Fuck My Ass Francis and his Traveling Whip Show. Traveling yeah, Whip Show, Francis, yeah. yeah. That's okay. Oh, Francis, 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 you can, you know, you can put it anywhere. Oh, really? I can't even find one place to put it. Because I can't find my balls. I think that would be awesome. I think it's going to be a winner. Where are my balls, dear? Do you think it's just the same age group that are going to want to watch these people? Or do you think that we can actually find some people of all ages that have fetishes of watching? I think it's an all age. I think it's an all age thing. Okay, it's like a specialty fetish? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Do you think we should have pictures of them as younger, when they were younger? In the background or something, or on the side, like on the sidebar, so we know what they look they look like. I would think it's totally optional for them. I mean, if they would like to relive their glory days, I'm sure that that would be really nice. Nah, yeah, fuck I'm it. thinking too that yeah, they might even have some a little bit of risque photos from back in the day. If you know that's what their mindset was, absolutely. Francis, did you find my culo yet? I didn't get into specifics, but that would be pretty funny if you did. Oh, am I still trying to find my balls? (laughs) Hold on, dear. Hold on, dear. Let me just poke around with my finger. Damn you, arthritis. <laughs> I'll try my my tongue. Do you think that they could use their walkers in different positions and oh yeah, different all that kind of stuff? He's all gonna put the he's gonna wonderful. put the um, part one leg of the walker inside of her. Yes, I like it. When he gets frustrated and he can't find his balls. Dear, they're underneath you. Dear, they've gone down below your knees, dear. 
right. Oh, I know. Yeah. The camera's on. What are they expecting of us? Oh dear, you know what they're expecting. We'll have to make sure that they do not use any polygrip that day in their dentures, so when it comes time for the hot oral action, they can pop them out quicker. I want those dentures popped out. I don't want them popped out coming at the screen, right? Like, popped out, like, in unison and just blasted towards the screen, so you get, like, the dentures slobber, less like... You know, you know, that would be an awesome candidate for your new 3D adventure. So the VHS would come with a set of 3D glasses. Yeah. So you could see those dentures coming right at you. Right at the camera. Be, I think it'd be great. It's like a money you shot. you think it's really expensive to film in 3D? I mean, we'd save the money. But you're not going to have to pay these people much. See, you're, yeah, yeah. Don't don't forget. I'm keeping all our labor costs down. That's important. Yeah. I think we can still do it and still produce a quality product. Well, th- they could be a loss leader too. True. You'd be like, look, we're putting this 3D movie out there with some older people. It's a, it's a gimmick. It's obviously a gimmick, but let's just see what happens. See if there's a bit of a demand for the 3D porn, and it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah, you going... don't want to pay them too much because the nursing home just takes it all anyway. Yeah, fucking nursing homes. Are we doing low def or high def? With 3D? Oh, uh, well, I don't think high def is really applicable with VHS tapes. Alright, so it's low it's def. It's almost like, yeah, I mean, it's like a, a nah. technical nerd kind of we get we give the tapes for the the nursing homes we go door to door with the nursing homes then a four state area okay and uh we we disguise the movie as something else i like, think we're going to have a special niche market for orderlies that know how to deal with horny old people because once they wheel them into the communal watching area and they put the movie on, they're all going to want to get down. So they're going to have to put pads on the floors and help them with their walkers and everything. So we'll oh, have yeah. to make sure there's enough good help. Is this going to be the old people crawling on the floor trying to fuck each other? To well, our, there's an opportunity to for our the movie. movie. Yeah. To our movie. Mm-hmm. Isn't it great? I mean, great. I think so. So I only spent one night in Minneapolis, and that was all I needed. So, but that one night was all I needed to find the next set of actors and actresses for our fifth series of movies. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. So I was getting up in the morning, and I was going to go to the nursing home. But I heard knock, knock, knock. And here I was in my bra and panties trying to get dressed. And this Somalian maid walks in, and she's very beautiful, but she doesn't know much English. She said, 
service service room now and she's staring at me and I'm in my underwear and I was thinking you know what if she can come in here and stare at me in my underwear she would have no problem acting in a movie <laughs> so I think these submissive Somalian names and especially if you film it in a motel it would be beautiful you know, you can have like a business convention with yeah. geometry teachers, yeah. you know, or some white collar men, and knock, knock, knock. Do you need service, sir? Service to your room? And he'd be like, No, I need service to my cop, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, I need service, but it's in here, in my ball exactly. sacks. I want you to drain me. I love me. it. What's your name, Ubuntu? I didn't get her name. Mbutu? Mbutu? You just... Come drain my balls. Yes, sir. Right, right away, sir. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Is that how she and sounded? She didn't say much, so they don't know very many words, which is going to really save on the script writing, you know, expense. So each time it's a different type of convention? Right. I, I like that. So yeah, it's just... It could just... be anything from leprechaun lovers to, you know, people that are really into Party of Five. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, anything. <laughs> I think it could be even, you know, deodorant salesman. I don't care, but it, as long as you find somebody willing, you know, somebody clean and somebody hot... You can definitely, you know, say, Somalian women, these are the people this time. Yes, yes, of course, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Is it only I one maid? Service. I service. Yep, they're always maids. No, is, it, is there only one or like two or so? How long would a scene last usually? Five, six minutes? Yeah. So, enough, you know, enough for a movie. I mean, I could definitely see... Because this hotel had 24s. One maid wasn't doing the hotel. So it'd be like two. I would say her and her four friends, I'd say five. So a half an hour film. Okay. So like two maids. And some might do a little more and some might do a little less. So. Submissive Somalian maids. Alright. Uh, it's greenlit. We're doing it. Okay. I like it. Boom. Got a little empire going. Now we're going to talk about oh, raising really, the capital. Yeah, it was a really productive weekend. So. Good. And what about this, uh, what, what type of capital we need to raise here for these uh, films? I really don't think much at all because the businessmen, they're always up for something. Yeah. Especially if they don't have to pay for it normally when they go to a convention. I think we should utilize conventions that are already taking place. Because most of them are paying for their services anyway. They're going to hire a hooker to come to their room when they're out of town. Mm-hmm. So if we say, we'll provide you this beautiful one for free, they'll be like, heck yeah, I'll sign. I'll sign up right now. And yes. then the Somalians, they just... You know, whatever they find in the rooms that are laying around extra, I'm sure they'll be just fine. <laughs> you 
you know, we could practically do it for almost nothing because these businessmen, they're already paying for their room. I think we're good. And we're keeping and the cost down of the retirement home films because the nursing home will just take it. Yeah, you're just looking at cast and crew. Right, right. Or, or a crew, so you need to pay the, the Somalians. Right. Huh. What should we pay them? Well, I'm not sure. Just, well, we I'm paid sure the businessmen have something. We paid them. We paid the Somalian or the um, what should we call it? So we paid five hundred bucks. No money. I take cufflink. No, no money. I take Rolex. I'd be happy. I'm gonna say seven hundred. Wow. Do you think that's, that's very generous of you? Seven hundred to I, both I, to both maids. I suppose we're doing pretty good with our three earlier series. Yeah, I think this is worth more. Okay. Because it's a series of broader horizon of yeah. You're going to get a broader horizon of customers for our movies. Exactly, Wendy. Exactly. Okay. Nice. We still got to write the scripts, though. Okay. I'm working on it. That's fine. But you work on some uh, outlines and stuff, and we'll, we'll mesh it together, you know? Do you think it's going to be straight missionary, or do you think that we should uh, look into some different different positions? Oh, definitely, and some different Somalians shit. I haven't done any Somalian studies. I should study their their culture and their history. They like to play leapfrog. Okay. Do they fart when they leave? So they they take. Like one- they, like, their leaf frog is they'll leap. They're sitting on a guy's face with their with their hands. They'll kind of like kneel on the guy's face with their hands sprung forward, and then they'll wham. They'll leap onto his dick. We're really going to need some good liability insurance for this one. Yeah. Uh, the risk of suffocating is very high doing that. Somalians one. really, really, really like to leapfrog. That's fine, as long as they're flexible. They're very flexible. Sounds good. Somalian maids are among the most flexible of people on Earth. Oh, I don't want to know how you know that. Are you sure you did a little bit more than just be just drinking toilet beers? I don't know what I did. I browned out. Well, that's not good. Browning out is different from blacking out. Browning out is when you're almost blacked out. Okay. And someone tells you what you did later, and and you're like, yeah, that sounds about right. Blacking out is that you have no recollection or ability to form a cognitive association with something that happened. Did you do any Somalian leapfrog in the bathroom? 
Cisco concert? I, uh, alas, I did not. Oh, okay. I haven't personally done it, but I have seen it or heard of it. Nice. I've diagrammed okay. it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I want to see this. That's why you get them. Uh, that's why you pay them 700 for that move. Yeah. The dedication. Okay. I mean, essentially, it's like a. We're not going to have gangbangs in this. This is the only the first one. Okay. But it's going to be subsequent one-on-one films. knock on the hotel door. Yeah, one-on-one, but there will be more than one, just not at the same time. So five different scenes, five different sets of actor and actresses. Yeah, there would probably so be like... one-on-one, okay. There's two maids, and there's probably five guys each. Wow. So one of them is going to have to clean three rooms. Okay. No cleaning. The first time, no. the first couple, there's cleaning with some with some um, some build up, and then the other ones are just like straight to the point. Okay. Because the, the audience will so, know the tension is gone if the audience knows what they're there for. Mhm. Because you know. Do you think that they're going to want to clean the men before they actually play the leak song? So she'll have some special products and some slide lube in her. I like in that. Her little cart. Like, just one of the random guys will just, she'll suddenly pull out a cart, or out of her cart, like some special shit. Like, she'll shave okay. his back. Yeah, we could have her shave his back. Are we going to have a rim job in this thing? It all depends if she wants to do it with her hands or with her toes or with her tongue. Like you say, they're very flexible. Well, that's not very submissive, is it? Unless they're Unless it's asked for. Oh, he'll be giving commands on it. Nothing like a geometry teacher for giving commands. Yeah, each each guy has their own little personality, so that'll add to it. I'm going to teach you ten digits of pi. Let's go. Yeah. What type of soundtrack exactly. do you want to this one? I don't know. I'm really thinking that we're going to need a custom soundtracker for all these because I don't want to reuse any of it. You know, I want to have some culture in it. We may even want to send a sound person to Somalia Somalia to study study the actual rhythms of of their culture. The rhythms, the culture, the cries of hunger. Exactly. (laughs) We really want to feel why they came to this country. And, you know, the hope and joy in their voices. And exactly what extent they will, you know, they'll go to keep it and to make it thrive. Yeah, on camera with strangers. Exactly, exactly. Rimming. So I think our videographer and our sound person, they both need to go to Somalia and take a week and, and just live with the people. 
uh, they may even want to experience a Somalian, you know, a Somalian prostitute or two on their own. I think they would like that. Exactly how the leapfrog is done, and exactly what positions to put the camera in, and you know when the highlights and lowlights of the music should be happening. You want it crescendo in just the right spot. (laughs) You're right. It's it's really it's research. I mean, it's a write off. I think that we should look for a videographer and a sound person that love to travel, and send them for a week. Okay. So tweet at us at Degenerate Show if you want to sign up for this. Yeah, if you're... Definitely have it in our budget now. That's right. If you want to be a... What are the roles? Videographer? A videographer and a sound person. And I'm sound sure guy. Sound engineer. Sound engineer. Videographer and sound engineer. On one right. of these shoots, if you want to go to Somalia, tweet at... Tweet us at Degenerate Show... Or send an email to DegenerateNation at gmail.com. And, and we will uh, we'll consider you. You'll, you'll need some type of resume. But uh, we can worry about that later. Yes, I think though that we can definitely foot all the expenses. We've been doing pretty good on our first three separate movies. So. Yeah. Now, I think this is a very profitable enterprise that we've come up with here. And I, I honestly I think... I think the next few broadcasts are going to be about this because we talk about whatever the fuck we want and we're not sorry about it. Um, and what we're what we're onto now is is pornography. Is uh, well, we were looking for sponsors; they just weren't coming out of the woodwork, yeah. so we had to become proactive. Exactly, well constructed, cheaply made, hardcore pornography. And there's a real call for it nowadays. And people want authenticity, so... They want it. They want scenarios, we can give them scenarios. Exactly. People want to get off, they want to watch something good. Right, you don't just get a boner from everyday missionary anymore. Uh, People have moved on. They've matured. They've become cultured. And you just have to fit that need in society. They want to see these dock workers choke some Jersey girls. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's doing really well. Big time seller. Pre-orders. It's all about the pre-orders. See, we we got so good with this shit, we haven't even filmed them yet, but we got pre-orders. <laughs> I know. I know. I really thought it was well done. Very well done. Very, very, very well done, Wendy, my co-producer. I'm really looking forward to this next set. I think it's going to be really cool. Me too. What else you got for me, Wendy? Getting getting sleepy. Yeah, I found this weird story online um, that doctors, um, they delivered a baby boy in Mumbra, India, and he was pregnant with his own twin brother. What the fuck? I know. It was first found during a scan. And they saw a mass on the belly of the baby. And so when, once the baby was born, they did a scan of, of his abdomen. And it was like seven centimeters. And the baby's twin had actually developed inside of the stomach of the baby. That's fucking gross. It is, but 
it, the twin was removed successfully via surgery, and it didn't have a skull or anything. So it's a phenomenon called fetus in fetu, and less than 100 cases have ever been recorded worldwide. Fetus in fetu? That's the name of it. So, but is it a dead baby? Yep, it's baby and baby. But the, ba- the baby inside the baby is a dead baby. Actually, it's considered a parasite because it doesn't have the organs to survive on its own, and it uses the host twin blood supply in order to survive. Jesus. But they don't have the organs, you know, they couldn't like, deliver it from the baby. So once they remove it, it passes. Yeah, so they took it out, and it's just like they threw it in the trash. Pretty much. I mean, do they bury it like a real person? I didn't read that part. I think it's a decision of the family. Ah, they put it in the trash. It's actually kind of sad. Two to one odds. We'll have a bet if we could ever find out what actually happened. I'm saying trash. What are you saying? I'm going to say burial. You say burial, you're the optimist. Well, I'm a woman. That's my job is to nurture. Yeah, you're a great nurturer. You're a stupendous one. But I really think that they threw this parasite baby in the trash. You know what? I'm just going to pay you the money because at the end of the story, they call it. They start calling it a mass. So sadly, I'm thinking you're right. They call it a mass? They're calling it a mass. They didn't call it an infant. Yeah, they put it in the trash. I don't... I'm not going to look because I don't want to know. Put the baby in the trash! Now you called it a baby. Uh Uh-oh, am I rubbing off on you? No, it's a parasite baby. That sucks. Right? Yeah, well, I mean... You got any final thoughts for me? I really think that we can expand this uh, pornography empire. I really do. I really think we're on to something. I think I've mentioned... money's coming in, you know, from those pre-orders, it would be just stupid to not do that. This is, we got, the ideas are too good. The labor is so cheap. Yeah. And I think because I personally interviewed Lana and Francis that I really need to go and get going on this script because, you know, I just want to encapsulate their love. Yeah, you write the Lana and Francis one. We'll co-write the Puerto Rican. Um, I'll write the Indonesian and we can, co-write, we can co-write the dock workers. Okay, that sounds great. We'll get, we'll, the next podcast we'll have some updated with some ex- excerpts from scripts. Um, yeah, I think we got something going on. I have a, a couple of planned gay erotica novels that could be easily be converted to pornos. Um, one is Love at First Fight, about two gay boxers who meet in the ring. Fall in love. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then love at first flight, 
which is like kind of like Top Gun but gay, gayer. And Top Gun was already pretty gay, but yeah. Is there a cum shot on the top of the airplane before it blows off and they have to evacuate? Yes. Hot. It's the the Tom Cruise character hotshot guy is gay for his teacher. Now that's a twist. Yeah. They're wow. gay, they're gay for each other. Yeah, they're gay for Absolutely. each other, but the teacher, because it's a student, you know, he's kind of hesitant because he's not, he's not really, he's kind of sort of in the closet. That makes sense. He's, he's not ready to go to the danger zone. Yeah. yeah, he's a new-ish mm-hmm. teacher. He's, you know, it's a good one. It's going to be good. And the and first fight is like love at first fight is like Rocky meets um, Brokeback Mountain. I just rewatched Brokeback Mountain, so that's gonna be a very beautiful story. It's a fucking good movie. Mhm. It's a beautiful love story. Brokeback Mountain is. So yeah, those that's what I'm working on. Okay. Well, those astrologists, they sent me home with this beautiful birdhouse bird, and can you hear that? It's full of these custom-printed moon M&Ms, so I get to have that for dessert tonight. All right, well, I think it's dessert time, Wendy. I'm going to punch out here. All right. Chow All right. down. All right, chow down. Chow down. Bye. <laughs>